You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 42. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallet. Hello, hello. Today is such a great day to have a great day. Don't you agree? Today, I have just so much awesome excitement and passion on my heart and on my brain. I'm right in the middle of doing all of my class design, and it's just so much fun. I just love that I have the opportunity to do what I do and that I can get paid for it, which is really amazing. Today, I've been working with students. I had a design meeting based around my classes for the spring, and I'm just super excited about all the things that are going on. Most of the time, these Tuesday podcasts are spurred by some comment, and this one is no exception. This podcast is spurred by one of my student comments during our design meeting. Today's podcast, we're going to go into FOMO, the fear of missing out. Because of this, I wanted to start with some background in terms of social media. One of the things that made social media so popular was that instant connection with people that aren't near you. But also, like, you can kind of creep on people, right? You could see what your friends were doing, and then you use that knowledge as some kind of external validation for where you are in your life. You might have looked up your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend or people you used to be friends with or family members you used to talk to, and you look them up and you see what they're doing, creep on them a little bit, And that kind of externally validates that maybe you're better in your life right now than they are. I could look up someone that I used to date in high school, and I could see that their life's a complete mess. And somehow, that made me feel better about myself. Like, oh, I dodged that bullet. And that was fun and novel at the beginning. But then, throughout the years, people only post the best of their lives on social media. And when you're reading about their best, you're always comparing it to the worst of your life. Yeah, my friend Sally is traveling the world and doing all that, but yet I had a fight with my partner this morning, and it's really created kind of a negative, toxic environment, kind of keeping up with the Joneses. Right now, I see a lot of people moving away from traditional social media sites that are more constant comparison. I see a lot of people moving towards TikTok. I myself am not a huge TikToker. Is that a thing? I do have a friend who just loves being on TikTok, and she's like, I love it because I don't have to post anything. I can just follow other people and kind of live vicariously through their lives. Instead of comparing my life with their life, I'm living through their life. Now, if you think about it, this isn't really new. People have done this through television for a long time. I remember when I was a teenager and I used to love watching Cherry Springer, you know, I know it's fake and staged, but I would love watching it, and then I felt like my train wreck of a life was somehow good. Then we moved from television to social media, so instead of it being random strangers on TV, it was people that you knew. Now it's important to know that social media and TikTok, they're trying to get your attention. Companies pay for ads and influencers that capture attention and keep people on their platform. Now, they can capture your attention in a variety of ways, but the end goal is that the person watching or participating essentially has a fear of missing out. 
missing out on a key announcement, the next viral trend, the hottest event, anything with limited tickets. Now, this has been key to the event industry for a long time. We have used FOMO successfully to attract attendees to our events. You don't want to miss this. You don't want to miss that. So it was actually interesting when the student in my design meeting mentioned FOMO in terms of my class. It's not something you necessarily hear very often. So some history. One thing that people love and hate about my classes is that they're totally different each semester. Now, of course, the core competencies are always the same. For example, in my intro, you're always learning how to plan an event, theoretically. Those are foundational principles, so of course there are things you have to know no matter what semester you take the class. But the way that these principles are applied can be different every semester, and I love to do that. My grading structure allows me to do that because of the way that I grade with specifications grading. So I have the ability to switch things in and out while always keeping the core competencies. One of the side effects of this is that students always want to stay engaged with the class and the design process because it's almost like getting to take the class twice in some ways. There's a lot of amazingness that happens in the design meeting itself, getting to design that class. But the reason why it's completely different each semester and kind of kept up with the times is because it's co-created by the students, either in the previous semester's class or in that current semester's class. All of my classes are co-created with the students. And because of that, they're all uniquely different. It really has a lot to do with the community that's actually involved that semester and what they bring to the course, how that class is designed around them and their interests and the things they want to do in the future. So in this design meeting today, one of the students had made a comment of how she was involved in this class for a variety of semesters and how she didn't want to stop being involved in the class because it's so different each time and she had this fear that she was going to miss out. She was worried she was gonna miss out on some experience, some new thing, and I really kind of pushed back a little bit and said, you know, FOMO is so 2000s. What we're really designing experiences for now is the love of missing out, LOMO. Or in some circles, depending on your profession or the things that you're doing, some professions call it JOMO, the joy of missing out. The love of missing out is that you are okay missing out on some things. You show up to an event or an in-person experience, maybe not everything's laid out in a beautiful program for you. You have to discover certain things and you're not going to have anxiety that you're going to miss something. You just know upfront that you're going to miss out and that's okay because you know you can come back the next year and have totally new and different experiences than the one you had this time. Maybe you know ahead of time you're going to miss out. Maybe there are secret events that you may not even know about. But either way, it's okay because the love of missing out is really all about being present and okay with where you're at. I personally feel like this is something that event planners and experience designers are not the best at. When you think about an event, you think about a traditional conference. You put everybody in the same general session speaker in the same room because you, as the event planner, are sitting here saying, okay, this content is really, really good, and we're paying a lot of money for the speaker, and we want to share that with everybody. But what if you had an event that had no general session? What if everything was breakouts, or secret experiences, or scavenger hunts, or co-created sessions created the last minute? 
What if you had sessions you didn't even put on the agenda? What if there were new experiences that people didn't even know existed? Better yet, how can you advertise these to make your event stand out from all the other boring conferences and get your attendees to appreciate and embrace the love of missing out? So of course, I do have an example. Last year, my advanced events class planned an event for event planners. We had 130 people from different states, and one of the portions of our event was a pop-up reception in an abandoned office building. We completely redid the whole space, and we made it actually kind of epic for this pop-up event. Now, the office space had a gross kitchen. Oh, it was so disgusting. We were using it for our prep staging area, so we had blocked it off with pipe and drape. As part of this kitchen, there were stairs down to a storage cellar, about 10 feet by 10 feet. It had a really cool vibe and a brick wall, and we were so sad to not use it somehow. And then we thought, why couldn't we? So the students created a plan to build a secret speakeasy bar. We hung Edison bulbs. It had a really cool vibe. We got it sponsored with an open bar with custom high-end drinks. I do have a picture on my Facebook. It was really, really, really cool. But the key is we did not advertise it anywhere. There was zero word of it. This space was hidden behind the pipe and drape and our staging. This space is typically considered out of limits to your participants, where attendees are not supposed to go. During the reception, what we did is we had a couple of the students go around and just pull a couple super random people and invited them to an exclusive experience just for them. So it wasn't just board members or key people, just random people, random attendees at the event just pulled a couple of them and invited them to the back of house. So the students brought a couple of people downstairs into the secret space and they got their drinks and they came back up to the main floor. Now the word of mouth was insane. They were raving about the secret experience they got to do and they had their special drinks and their drink glasses. And so they were talking to other attendees and then these other attendees would go like super awkwardly because they didn't know exactly where these things were and they were like kind of peeking behind the pipe and drape and they didn't want to get caught and they just like really wanted to see the space. And it was super, super funny to watch all of these professionals like kind of peeking and trying to make sure that nobody saw them. Now, if they found it, they found it, but it was nothing that we advertised anywhere. And that is totally okay. In fact, that added a lot of really good word of mouth to the entire experience because then people were like, oh, there's something that's advertised. There's something we don't know about. There's something new we can experience. And then people after the fact, yes, they might have felt a little sad that they didn't get to experience it themselves, but then that positive word of mouth for next year of saying, ooh, there's secret experiences. There's things that aren't advertised. I have to go next year because there's going to be something fun that I can do that I didn't get to experience this last year. And so as our society becomes more present-minded, more experiential-driven, and our world focuses more on storytelling, I feel like this is really an area that our current event designers are not capitalizing on. We're still stuck in the mindset of advertising for FOMO, but all of that marketing is getting lost in a sea of online advertisements with all of our competitor events. Why not keep part of your event a secret a mystery, and reveal it as you go piece by piece. 
This is also a big part of why scavenger hunts and escape rooms and the mazes are so fun because it's that sense of mystery, that sense of not knowing what's going to happen, and there's multiple levels of that as well. The love of missing out is being present and being okay where you are, but it does not mean that you can't build additional surprises. So with that, I hope that you all consider incorporating the love of missing out into your advertising, your marketing, and your events. Thank you all so much for being present with me here today in this podcast. And in the nature of the love of missing out, I have a couple of surprises for you all this spring, so make sure to stay tuned. Thank you all for taking the time to make the time. I will talk with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.